All right. So you caught me. I was, <clears throat> I just, I had just started eating because it's, we're recording this kind of late. It's nine 30 and my evening went a little longer than I thought it was going to. And I didn't have anything to eat. So I had to grab something real quick. So I grabbed a lean cuisine pizza, Okay, which I haven't had forever. Right. And I was kind of like wandering up and down the aisles and like, I have food here that I can make, but I didn't feel like cooking anything and I didn't have time to cook before you and I were set to record. And actually I only got like four bites out of this lean cuisine pizza too. So I surely wasn't going to have any time to cook. So I saw those and I was like, I haven't had one of those pizzas in a long time. I just put it in the microwave. It's really good. Is it? Have you, have you ever had them? Um, um, I don't think so. I've had the uh, Dofer's French bread pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've had a Lean Cuisine pizza. It's, I I remember, I mean, I had forgotten how good they were, but it, it reminded me, like, how, do you go through these things where you, like, forget about foods? I do oh, it all the time. Yeah, yes, Absolutely. And then, like, when I discover them again, it's, <laughs> I think, what the, how did I even forget about this? You know, I guess at some point I just stop eating, eating it because I get too, like, I don't know, like with the radish and butter sandwiches that I've been eating lately. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't had those in a long, in a few weeks now, but um, it's just funny how that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, relatively recently, I mean, when, you know, it's been a while since I did this. I was eating rice and fish almost like five days a week. I mean, oh, wow. and then about a year ago, maybe I just like stopped. I just got tired of it. Maybe. I mean, yeah. And just kind of moved on. And I really haven't, haven't, cooked up a batch of rice in a long time so yeah what what kind of were you doing uh canned fish or something like the sardines yeah um a mixture of like canned fish um smoked fish grilled fish um whatever i had okay do you buy fish regularly um not as much um no we eat it maybe a couple times a month. So, I mean, it's not as often uh, as I'd like to, um, but I know I have to like think about it. I want it, but then I'll think of other food and then uh, uh, forget about it. Yeah. Do you just get it from Meyer when you get it? No, I, um, like the smoked fish. So like, um, Strax uses this company out, out of, out of like Wisconsin and they get fish from Lake Michigan, like trout mm. and white fish and chubs and they smoke it and then package it. Um, when we're making like a uh, fresh fish or whatever, it's, from Whole Foods. Um, okay. So yeah, it's a, it's I, you, you can really tell that it's that's frozen all like most grocery 
doors, the, the like fresh case, that's just like thought out frozen fish. So right, they do a better job with their frozen fish, basically. I think it's a little higher quality and yeah. Okay. I like it. And um, there's this place in Valpo, uh, McGowan and Sons, they do fresh fish. It's like flown in every couple days so oh that's awesome that's yeah um um, you're paying a little higher price but uh it's good yeah probably worth it Mm -hmm. that's cool i i never i'm i've said before i'm not really a fish eater but when i'm in a grocery store and i see like fish laid out there Mm -hmm. I, I always think like I should I should be eating fish. I should it, fish and coffee are two things recently that I have decided I just need to force myself to like. You would love and, fish, I think. I've always thought that. I mean, like uh like uh especially your 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 like research of recipes or or just yeah. looking around. I think all these like different types of fish and, and, and just like alcohol, we have all this access to all this alcohol that we haven't had access to. That's kind of like fish also like seafood. We have access to better seafood or like a wider variety. Um, you know, like different types of fish. I would actually recommend, um, Rob's and Dyer that like butcher shop. Oh yeah. But yeah. You mentioned that before. Bunch of like cased unfrozen fish, but a ton of frozen fish also with like different, you know, like Chilean sea bass, grouper, bluegill, oh, all the kind of cool stuffs. So you can, I'm so amazed that you can actually eat bluegill. I know. I, and, oh, oh, it's so good. Really? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I like it better than perch, actually. Holy um, cow! I've I've had perch before, and perch actually at Teebles because Teebles, a restaurant around here, is yeah. famous for their lake perch, mm-hmm. and it's good. I mean, when I've had it, I've I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm not that I've had it that many times, but right. it was good. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe because I do get annoyed when I'm in cookbooks or looking at the New York Times, um, they, they send me this email a couple times a week about what to cook. And mm-hmm. very often it's seafood that they're telling me to cook. And I just totally discount it, you know, because I'm I think, oh, I don't like seafood. So it seems like one of those things that I should change and just start eating it and see at least give my at least make an informed decision instead of just a perpetuating like an an opinion that I think that I have but I don't even know it's not really based on anything you know yeah it's based on not not liking the smell of fish which I'm not even sure if I know if I'm getting an accurate representation of what good fish smells like right right um Fish sticks are good, though. I almost bought fish sticks tonight, actually. I think I'm ruining them, though, by by dipping them in ketchup, which is what we always did when we were kids. Right. Like, like they were French fries or something. But do you, do you like tartar sauce? I don't know if I've ever had it. <clears throat> it okay. seems like 
to me, tartar sauce has the same problem that mayo has. Okay. And I don't really know what that problem is, but it's a problem. It's a problem. No, I, (laughs) being a fan of uh, mayonnaise, like I could like just like lather it on my hands and lick it off. Like, (laughs) like I love mayonnaise, but when people tell me they don't like it, I know what they're saying because there are like certain situations where no, I'm like, I, I really don't think this should have have mayonnaise on it. Like, right? You no, know, there are some hamburgers, hamburgers with mayonnaise. I have this thing with. I prefer it not be on there. Okay, but I, but I understand there are regional hamburgers. Like, and, and it's cool. We can um, talk about this later on, but like. Regions of the U.S. have their own burger. I mean, no matter where you're at, they have their version of a hamburger. I think it's awesome. Um, And some put mayonnaise is a big part of it. But like to me, like hot, hot mayonnaise mixed with like grease drippings and 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 like other shit just doesn't sound good so and it adds a weird texture i think um shit that's i think that's the first time in the history of the world that you said fat on fat doesn't sound good <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's awesome well well let's get into the burger thing i mean i I do, I like burgers right. <clears throat> and, you know, I don't, I don't eat a ton of meat, but if I'm going to a place, a burger is always, especially if it's like a tavern place or something, a burger is always a consideration because I'm always interested to see how people do it, you know? Right. And there are a ton of ways to do it, but what I find very often is as much as I like them, it's still hard for me to beat just a ketchup and mustard and cheese burger. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there obviously there's a tons of tons of ways to do it, but is it any is different better? You know, different is different and different is good, but it, I don't think it's any it's necessarily better. But I mean, do you have plate? Do you have have you had burgers that you're like, oh yeah, this is delicious or they like stick with you for sure yeah um there's a place in logan square in chicago it's an english pub called uh owen and engine okay um uh they have a bunch of british beers there awesome alcohol cocktails food is excellent but they have this burger that is so good. It, it yeah. it's a big hunk of beef, some cheese and fried onions. That mm-hmm. and it, it like it it's so juice. It's uh, the flavor is just awesome. Um, and it's yeah. I mean, I think that's you no. Know, I think like. Like I mentioned earlier, like 
regions have their own burgers regions have their own hot dogs i think that's cool i think it gives you um the variety and it kind of pushes it because you know like over like i like meat on its own so okay so i like burgers with cheese blah 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 but if you give me a burger on a bun that's cooked medium rare with just some salt and pepper nothing on it i'm happy right you know i like a chicago hot dog but if you, you give me a good quality hot dog without anything on it i'm happy but right um, but I think just like looking like there's a huge like burger history out there. And um, I've been recently watching. I um, do you um, know who um, George Motz is? Uh, no, I don't. So he's a like a writer, f- filmmaker and his fucking expertise is food. But in particular, uh, it's the hamburger and he writes oh. all these books on the history of hamburgers Mott's is is, is uh, <laughs> m-o-t-z and he has this um show on youtube little clips and he travels he'll either travel to different areas and get their specialty burger or or he'll make you a regional hamburger at his house or you show in in the like this it is he gets into it like he'll give you the history and like all this shit and like why they did it why they do it like that and it, it's a really really cool um channel and it's a real interesting topic because you know a lot of people think fucking Ray Crockett made the hamburger in 1958. Right. But, but like he traces this shit out to the like late 1800s. Yeah. So it's really cool. And and it's like awesome to like, I just watched one earlier where they're there. I think in, um, no, I could be fucking this up, but they're in Connecticut, I think. And there's this, place that takes this hunk of cheese and they fry it on the griddle cheese only and they kind of crisp it up and they fold up the edges and put the burger on it and it's just they've been doing it for fucking like 80 years or something and holy cow yeah it's cool it's a cool thing and i mean to drive around eating burgers everywhere Hell yeah. 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 It's and the the awesome thing is that it's such it's such a simple thing. And then you can just the variation. I mean, you you can do anything with it, you know, like Ben, Ben, my son thinks the best thing in the world is a burger with a fried egg on top. Oh, yeah. Excellent. So he will constantly order burgers with fried eggs. And if he goes someplace and they'll tell him like, you know, that's not an option, he'll actually ask, can I get a fried egg on top of that? Mm -hmm. You know, so just being able to to find that he, you know, he loves that. But um, the 
the fried onion thing too. Fried onions go a long way with taste, man. Right. Yeah. They they add a lot. You I mean you have to be careful what you're combining it with, of course, but um that so George Motts, it's a YouTube channel he has? Yeah, um the um channel just um um YouTube him, but he he's part of this <coughs> this channel called uh first we feast okay then he has something called the burger show and then also burger scholars Uh um and he's like written all these fucking books too on burgers it's awesome i mean this guy might have one of the coolest careers out there (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i (laughs) yeah that's interesting because if you can build a career off of something like that, I know, like it, it's it's really, I mean, it's it it really is a specialty, and but it's something if you can find a way to monetize that, mm-hmm. it's and it's pretty awesome. The channel that it's part of has like nine million uh, subscribers, so people are watching this shit. So, right? Yeah, that that's cool. Well. Um, I've talked, I think I've talked before about the, the podcast, the Sporkful, which is hosted by Dan Pashman. Mm-hmm. And I really like that a lot. And it's, it's a food podcast and some of the episodes he'll, he'll take like a specific question and talk about like, you know, the, one of the, one of the famous ones that he did or early ones that he did at least was, um, is is a hot dog a sandwich and basically just evaluated that question from all sorts of points of view but then he also has he also goes into these eating techniques that he has okay and some some of them are kind of he can get a, he can get a little annoying because <laughs> it's almost like he's putting too much thought into things but some of them make pretty good sense you know for like eating eating ice cream with a spoon okay when i eat ice cream with a spoon first of all it's just it's most of the time it's just a matter of shoveling it into my face as fast as i can you know so sometimes i have to actually tell myself would you just slow down and savor this a little bit you know don't it's not a race to get it in your face but um I always just, you know, scoop it up and put it in my mouth and the the spoon is touching my tongue. Okay. But he says, don't do it like that. Scoop it up. And then as you're putting it in your mouth, turn it over so the ice cream is touching your tongue. So you're getting more of the flavor of the ice cream. Okay. Yeah. I guess there's something to that. I mean, especially if you're eating fast like me and... You know, it's just going in my mouth and I'm swallowing it right away. So maybe I'm not enjoying it. But I think most people probably when they're eating, they're getting some taste bud contact off of the stuff. Right. They're eating, you know, but that's his that's the thing that he always emphasizes is maximizing the amount of time that your food is touching your tongue so you can taste it better. And it's just something that I've I've never really thought about. 
you know? Like, is he a big fan of the ice cream cone then? Because you're, that's all tongue. That probably so. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that, that probably makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, in, in his theory, it would be better to have an ice cream cone than a bowl of ice cream. But there, there's nothing. You don't eat much ice cream, though, do you? Yeah. Um, once again, love it. But in one of my, but I've talked about this with donuts and fried chicken, and, and oh, right. it for some reason, it's one of those things. I think it's very unhealthy. As I drink my gin right now, and, <laughs> and I'm probably gonna have a few more because that's real healthy for me. Like <laughs> ice cream's real fucking fattening. So I love yeah. love ice cream, but don't have it often. We we have we'll 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 find a an episode to we'll call it the eating disorder show and we'll talk about our skewed um perceptions of what we can and can't eat. Um I got the the kids were over the other night and we I had considered earlier in the day taking them to Dairy Bell, the local ice cream place, because they have a different flavor of the month. And this month is cappuccino. Okay. And while I don't like coffee, I like coffee flavored things. Oh, sure. And um, so, but instead, you know, when, when I go, I could, an ice cream cone is like four bucks. Right. So for us to go, it's like 20 or $25 for us to get it. Eh, probably like $20 to get ice cream. So I thought, you know what, let's just buy some ice cream at the store. So I bought some ice cream and it was, I don't know, bunny tracks or something, whatever the hell that means. Basically, it was vanilla ice cream with peanut butter cups and fudge swirl in it or peanut butter swirl in it. And I <laughs> I made ice cream cones for the kids and we all had ice cream cones and they ate theirs. And throughout the night, I found myself going back to the freezer <laughs> like every like, <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes, like scooping, a, scooping a bite of ice cream out. We went through a 48 ounce container of ice cream between the four of us. Holy cow. Nice. And, and by the four of us, I mean, they each probably had seven ounces and I had 27. <laughs> <ounces>. <laughs> I, I, I really, performed well in the ice cream eating competition that I was holding against myself that night. <laughs> nice job. Yeah, it thinks it's it's quite an achievement. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so one of the recent uh episodes that we had, you were training yourself to like coffee. So it, it didn't take progress, huh? No, I, I never, I said I wanted to train oh. myself. I never, I never actually oh, okay. started. Okay. But if you look at my Google search history, you will see that today I did search for ways to make coffee without a coffee maker. Okay. Because here's, I, I've been, okay, so just to show that I've been giving this some thought, um, my, my thing with coffee, okay, I, I want to, my hope is that I can replace my diet Coke addiction with a coffee addiction. It's going to be a tall order, but my reasoning is people have been drinking coffee for hundreds of years. Right. And nobody has said stop yet. Right. I mean, it, it, you know, you, 
whatever, caffeine's a drug, blah, blah, blah. It stains your teeth, whatever. But it has a long history and it's not super horrible for you. But I'm so skeptical of this damn Diet Coke that I'm drinking. And they say the artificial sweetener is fine or whatever, but we don't know. It's too new. McDonald's has only been around 50 or 60 years or whatever. Diet Coke has only been around since what the late 70s i think what year was diet coke invented here here we're going to drop some knowledge on you and let you know what year diet coke was invented here what year do you think diet coke was invented well i you know um uh, probably 72 you're a decade early august 25th 1982 okay so i'm older than diet coke right so it could be some bad shit going on with Diet Coke. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the, like, I don't, I think it's the, like, 40 years of info on the sweetener that they have. I think it's that that they know probably isn't the best for you. Right. Right. So, I mean, I, and that, that's my concern, right. you know, because if you, if you research the sweetener, it says, you know, the FDA evaluates it as safe. Okay. That's well, fine. Yeah. And maybe they, maybe from what they know now it is safe, mm-hmm. but maybe after 50 years, it's not safe. And I don't want to have 90% of my body weight be whatever the sweetener is. Right, right. So my thinking is let's replace the Diet Coke addiction with the coffee addiction. Okay, great. But A, coffee's more expensive. So I'm going to be spending a lot more money going through the drive-thru to get coffee. And B, I don't want to go through the effort of like buying a coffee maker and all of that in case the coffee thing doesn't take. And then I'm stuck with a stupid coffee maker that I don't want. Right. And like the the whole Keurig thing with the individual pouches and stuff, that annoys me. So I have to do some more research. I'm sure there's some hardcore coffee drinker listening to us right now who's screaming at their speaker saying, why don't you just try this, dumbass? But I don't know because I don't drink coffee. So I don't know what the options are. So that's what, kind of what I'm digging into now is what are the options of so I can drink coffee in kind of just kind of get my feet wet in the whole coffee thing because the times that I've had coffee, it upsets my stomach and I feel like shit. So right. why do I want to keep drinking that? Right. I think um so I hang around some pretty hardcore coffee drinkers. Um like price wise like like I don't think price wise it's that bad because if you you get like a thirty six ounce can for you know 14 bucks and it's gonna last you weeks i mean i just mean like going going to uh going to dunkin donuts no oh yeah yeah. you know like because i i used to always go um i went because i i drove into work with my mom every day Mm -hmm. and sometimes we would go to dunkin donuts and get a coffee i she she liked coffee so i would run in and get her a coffee and it was like I don't know, two bucks or something. I just remember thinking you're paying twice as much as I am for your coffee 
then I, then I pay for my diet Coke. So it's a good thing I'm not drinking. <laughs> that, that was one of my justifications. Hey, at least I'm not spending all this money on coffee. I'd be spending twice as much, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, make, making it home, it's perfectly fine because you're not spending that much. Right. So I don't know. Do you, should I just take take the plunge and buy a coffee maker? Well, I think you should buy a crappy one, like a little yeah, one. Yeah, maybe I'll just buy like a Mr. Coffee and just go yeah. old school and drink Folgers or something. Get some like Cafe Bustello, okay? And I only like <laughs> know that name because earlier I said uh, one of my or, – or I hang out with hardcore coffee drinkers, but one of my like coffee kind of – Sewer friends actually said that that's that's a pretty good cheap coffee, and he's had he fucking travels everywhere. He's had he's had like the prime time shit from South America and Vietnam and wherever. But like Cafe Bustello is a is a good it's it's a decent one you you can buy anywhere, and it's pretty cheap. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah, I've I've definitely seen that on the shelves. Right. So the the other thing that I I did an order today and the woman wanted um cold brew coffee which comes in like half gallon bottles or whatever, quart bottles, 50 something ounce bottles. Right. And it was it's like um I I don't know how much it is, but it it seemed like it was kind of expensive for what it was. And I wonder if making, if maybe I should skip the hot coffee, because in general, I don't like hot drinks because I have a low heat tolerance, <laughs> a low heat tolerance. Like right. I can't even do dishes with super hot water because it, it, it annoys me. But, um, so f- it seems like I have a small window of when it's not too hot, but still hot enough to be coffee. Mm-hmm. So if I can just skip that and get to the cold coffee, maybe that's what I should do. Right. I don't know. Are you on board with the coffee drinking? Or are you going to join me? No, no. I, uh, <laughs> no, it's just a like lingering aftertaste. Like, no, I'm yeah. like you, like, um, I like where, no, I don't like drinking coffee, but I like it in other things. So right. coffee, ice cream, excellent. Um, coffee that's in beer, awesome. Um, but, but yeah, on its own, it smells yeah. awesome, but I just, no, I'm, I'm fucking thirsty, okay? Right. okay? <laughs> right. I don't want to like dick around with a hot drink. I mean, I'm fucking, right. I want. Uh, in the morning, I want something cold, ice fucking cold. So. Right. Yeah. Are are you drinking a lot of? Are you drinking pop these days or no? Oh hell yeah! I mean yeah. I mean I have at least one can per day. Um, okay. You it, but it's recently it's it's uh, two cans so yeah twenty four ounces um yeah. Whatever. I mean, I don't know. Well, I I drink I went a fucking I drink more than a gallon of water per day. So I mean, in my head, it's like washing all that shit out of my body. 
Yeah. I mean, you're doing, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing better than I am because I went through the McDonald's drive through three times today. So. <laughs> Do they recognize you? Oh, they know me. Oh, they yeah. for sure. Yeah. And the the sad <laughs> the sad part is I went through tonight, went through the drive-through tonight. And usually like before COVID, I went inside because most of the time you can get in and out faster, at least at the one that I go to by going inside than you can through the drive-through. Mm-hmm. But the inside isn't isn't open. So, um, I've, been, I've just been going through the drive-thru and I went through the drive-thru tonight and it reminded me of, um, oh, I don't remember which one it is. The, the lethal weapon with Joe Pesci. Oh yeah. And he's like, they always fuck you in the drive-thru. Right. <laughs> That's what they fuck you in the drive-thru. They know you're not going to come back. And I went through and I pulled off and I put my straw and I was like, this is fucking regular Coke. I can chew this. I can chew the sugar in this. This is not diet. And so usually I don't go back. I just take it as a, as a signal that I shouldn't have pop. Right. <laughs> but I was like, screw it. I'm going back. So I, and there were no cars in the drive through. So I went back, I did a U-turn, went back. And when I went to the window in the speaker, I was like, you know, I just ordered a diet and I got a regular, can I exchange it? And the girls, the girl said, sure. And I went to the window and she said, I was wondering because you usually order a diet, but I thought maybe you just changed your mind. And I was like, great. Like even this girl who I don't even recognize as much as the other people that work there knows that I don't, that I drink diet Coke. That's do they probably- like, do they like try to get you to buy other shit? Like, okay. Do they here. ask you like, uh, do you want any fries or anything? No, they don't because. Okay, two things. One, I think it's rather common for people to go through the drive-thru just to get a Diet Coke. Okay. Because I, you know how sometimes if you're if you're in line, in the drive-thru line, you can see the person's order in front of you. If you pull up, sometimes their order is still on the screen or whatever. Right. Very frequently, I see that their order was just a large Diet Coke as well. And- Usually it's it's women our age, so I think it's probably a woman thing, and this is just like part of my femininity. Or just <laughs> you from a half an hour earlier. <laughs> <laughs> right, but um, so you know they. I think they're probably. I think they're probably used to it. But um, the other thing that annoys me is from time to time I will order food items when I go through. Usually it's when I'm doing the grocery shopping thing and I'll, I'll, I'll work, you know, I don't know, eight, eight, eight or 10 or 12 hours nonstop. And like, and I don't have time to eat or whatever, but I make time to get a diet Coke. So I'll just grab, grab food. It pisses me off so much that a McDonald's cheeseburger is like a dollar twenty nine or a dollar fifty or something. Holy shit! It's that much now. 
Right. Okay. But even that to me, isn't that bad. Right. Because you, you do remember when we were kids, they would have those promotions where like cheeseburgers were 35 cents and hamburgers were 25 cents. That wasn't the regular price, but every once in a while they would have those promotions. Right. But like regular price was like 59 or 69 cents or something. Right. Yeah. Right. They, they weren't that much, but now they're, I, I don't know how much they are. I, I think they're a dollar 29, but they might be a dollar 59, something like that. But an egg McMuffin mm-hmm. is three bucks. Okay. What the fuck am I paying three bucks for an egg McMuffin for? Well, I mean, it's because an English muffin, egg, a piece of cheese, and a piece of kind of Canadian bacon. Where's the three bucks in that? I think that there's that they actually know that it's such a shitty sandwich and such a cheap sandwich that they they can't price it at what it actually should be because then it would be like 79 cents. And they're like, we can't charge 79 cents for this. We have to make them think it's good. Let's charge three bucks. These fools will pay it. And us fools pay it. I'm not fucking paying it anymore. Well, I mean, when you get the like meal deal with the fucking hash brown and drink, it's like 550 or six bucks or something, isn't it? Yeah, and the hash brown is good, but that's still a fucking ripoff. But it's a real egg. <laughs> it is a it is a real egg. Right. But Get I don't care. One man, it's excellent. I okay, maybe I I just recently started getting Canadian bacon on it. I used to always order them an egg McMuffin with no meat. Right. Well, I mean that's a and the reason right there. I well the reason I started getting it is because I it it bugged the shit out of me that I didn't get a discount for not getting meat. Right. If I'm paying for the meat, give me the goddamn meat or put an extra meat on the person, the next person's sandwich, but they're not doing that. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm eating the meat that I don't even want. Just so, (laughs) just so you're not getting a break. Right. (laughs) So I, I don't know. I mean, the guy, how much is an English muffin? You can get what a six pack of English muffins for like two fifty. Yeah, so but theirs has an M in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking priceless. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm it. I'm not eating any fucking English English muffins. I I did I, years ago. I wonder if I can get this. This might still be there, but there we used to have this contraption that I would make my own English muffin on or egg McMuffin on every morning. That had you would put the English muffin in the top compartment and the bottom compartment, and then you would put the egg in the middle compartment. And you would turn it on it, it would get hot and you would, you would, it would cook the egg. And then when you, when it was done, you just pulled all three compartments out and you had a sandwich right there without doing anything for, for, you know, however much one egg costs, what, nine cents. Right. Right. And a English muffin costs 40 cents. So, and throw, throw a piece of cheese on there for 30 cents, maybe. So you have a $1 English or egg McMuffin there. I'm on, I'm on to these scammers now. 
Maybe the actual question is why is a cheeseburger so inexpensive? Right. Well, I mean, because it isn't real meat, right? <laughs> I no. It, now they're using fresh, never frozen beef. Jesus Christ! Don't you ever listen to the commercials? Well, I no, but well, I mean, <laughs> they probably put more meat on a fucking uh, McMuffin than a fucking hamburger. Yeah, they they are that. they are yeah they are pretty thin burgers. That's I haven't sure. had one in. Actually, I since oh shit, it's been since like 2002, I think. So you haven't I mean, had a burger since 2002. McDonald's, yeah. Holy shit! So I mean, um, no, it, with their nation of of, of uh, cutting corners, I mean, I'm sure it's like way worse. Right. It was 18 years ago. I mean, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, I think I talked about that, like Burger King double cheeseburger that I had a couple years ago after like not having one for fucking 10 years. And, you know, I thought th- that they fucked it up. It yeah. Was like that small. So, I mean, I can only uh, picture the McDonald's burger, which never had a, had a lot of meat on it to like what it is now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you really see the difference when you go to a local fast food place like Shoops or Minor Done, not that they're fast food, but like burger places. And, you know, they're not huge burgers, but they're definitely more than, more than McDonald's. Um, The, What was I going to say about McDonald's? Hmm. I don't. Oh, so have you had, I had a Big Mac over the summer at some point Mm -hmm. for the first time in probably 20 years. And, you know, they have whatever that special sauce is. Thousand Island. (laughs) Okay. Possibly. (laughs) What else is it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, even if they, even if they just put, you know, one more ingredient in it, then it could not be Thousand Island, you know? Right. (laughs) So, but (laughs) (laughs) do you, do you know that I have never had, had a Big Mac ever? No, I've never had one. This is this is probably only the third or fourth that I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I ordered it um I don't know. I even, I had a reason for ordering it, but I don't even know what it was. I had a I can distinctly picture this. I had a bite of my dad's Big Mac when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. And that fucking in my head and in my head at 42 at five years old and 42 years old, that was fucking Thousand Island, and it pissed me off. Like, I, I like, I thought, like, what the fuck is this guy eating? Like, what is this disgusting crap on this hamburger? Yeah. Did you know what Thousand Island was, do you think? Yes. Okay. That's because um, 
part of her like dinners often was a uh, like uh, iceberg uh, salad, and yeah, you know, our mom had you know like multiple dressings on hand, like right italian russian and fucking thousand island and i knew what it was so when this like weird tangy fucking taste came out and i like looked at it and said orange is shit i was like oh yeah that's fucking thousand island (laughs) (laughs) um i talk like that when i was five Um, not like that for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I think iceberg is is a terrifically underrated food. I think so too. I think it's gotten a bad rap in the last like 20 years because it's all water. Well, yeah. Well, then go have some have some romaine and get fucking E. coli then. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Like may, maybe it's not huge on the flavor, although it iceberg does have a very specific flavor. Mm-hmm. You can tell iceberg is compared to other lettuces, right. but the crunch of iceberg is unmatched by anything, right. any other lettuce. I mean, it is the number one crunch lettuce. When you want a proper like, when you put lettuce on your burger or shredded lettuce or like whatever or on a BLT, right? You're not putting spring greens on there, you're right? Fucking yeah, putting iceberg. Yeah, yeah. My my kids, my son Ben doesn't even like um, bacon, really? but oh, crap. But even my um. Even my vegetarian daughter likes bacon. Okay. And she is all over a BLT. And I can't imagine not I can't imagine making a BLT. I I, I think I made a BLT for the first time ever, honestly, like three months ago, and I've made it a few times since then. But I can't imagine making a BLT with anything but iceberg. Oh right. It's, it's an abomination. That's ridiculous. Um Going back to the shrinking McDonald's burger, I had a Nutrigrain bar for the first time today in probably five years. Okay. Are you a Nutrigrain bar person? Have you ever had a Nutrigrain bar? Yeah. I mean, was, I, I, um, I think on a bunch of like camping trips and road trips, we would buy them. Oh, yeah. But, but I haven't had one shit, um, long time. I mean, I, graduated to the cliff bar yeah <laughs> yeah well the the nutrigrain bars i i haven't had them in a long time either and um i had one today i didn't buy them today but i had one i didn't buy them but i had one today and um man have they shrunk really they've gotten a lot shorter and a lot more narrow mm. and it's genius how companies do this. Like they don't raise the price. They just shrink the package, shrink the product. Right. It's, you know, I mentioned that 48 ounce container of ice cream that I had the other night that used to be when we, when you and I worked in a grocery store in high school, that was a 64 ounce container. Right. And now it's 48 ounce and they're charging the same price, which is freaking genius because most people don't even recognize it you know 
So now I have to eat two Nutri-Grain <laughs> bars instead of one. Right. Then you're buying extras. Right. Nutri-Grain bars is, those are one of those, there's, there's a certain segment of food. I can't think of other, other examples off the top of my head, but I know that they exist that are able to present themselves as health foods, but they're not. Right. Like, a Nutrigrain bar is essentially a candy bar. It is, yeah. With a little bit more fiber, maybe. Right. But the fact that they have, you know, nutrition and grain in the name makes people think that that's a little bit better than that, you know, um, I was going to say chocolate chip granola bar, but granola bars are the same way. You know, they have granola in them, so people think they're healthy. They're not healthy. They're basically candy. You're basically eating Snickers light is what you're eating. Yes. But they're still good. I'd still, <laughs> I'd still eat them. <laughs> anyway. All right. Nutrigrain bars. They've shrunk. Um, all right. I, we were talking about something that was going to remind me of a commercial that I wanted to talk about. Now, have okay. The we we won't talk about the Cubs because they're just too sad. Yeah, and the season ended pretty much as we expected it to end. They were they were just they were not a good team this year. Right. Uh, uh, we were texting, and both of us were you know pretty much on the same page. Yeah. 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 I mean, they started thirteen and three. And they finished what thirty four and twenty six, I think. So some quick math tells you after that quick start, they went twenty one and twenty three. Right. So I mean, they're they just were not a good team. Yeah. Um, but I listened to more Cubs games this year than I watched. I don't I don't have cable. I subscribed to Hulu so I could watch them on Hulu. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really watch them, which, by the way, Hulu is a fucking ripoff for live sports. $50 a month to watch live sports. Right. I'm not down with that, but I did it anyway because it was only a two-month season, and then I ended up not watching it. What a waste. But anyway, um, th- so I listened to most of the games. And do you, did you listen to Cubs games this year at I, all? Yeah. With- yeah, I mean, in the past, like couple of years um i've been listening more than watching okay and i I really like listening Mm -hmm. like i don't really feel like i miss much by listening rather than watching right really and it's it's nice to be i feel like if i'm listening i can be doing other things um in the past few weeks i've been super busy at work so i've been able to turn on the cubs game in the evening and do some work while listening to the cubs game but it brings me to this commercial, which when I t- start talking about it, you're going to you're going to recognize it right away. But it's an Xfinity commercial. OK. And they start talking about AT&T, some kind of broadband or something that AT&T has. Right. And it's a husband and wife who are talking. And the, the wife is like, we list we checked into this AT&T thing and you know what we found out? Only a fraction of their customers can get it. A fraction. 
I want to punch that guy in the face every time he says (laughs) a fraction. (laughs) Like he's just been assaulted or something by finding out that only a fraction of AT&T customers can get it. So then his wife goes on and says, me and Jim or whatever the guy's name are pretty level-headed, glass half-full type people. And then the guy says, but this glass we've been handed is empty. And it's like, you are not glass half full people if you're fucking complaining about about AT&T not having the internet access. (laughs) Do you know what commercial I'm talking about? Uh, I I think I've heard it once. You're fucking tuning out then, man. You need to pay more attention to commercials because they play this fucker every half inning. Yeah, I want to punch those people in the fucking face. With commercials, I'm usually changing the station. Okay. Just for yeah. a few minutes. Right. Yeah. And then change it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But the and the funny thing is, like the entire basis, it's an Xfinity commercial. And the entire basis of the commercial is, you know, AT&T sucks because they have this broadband internet that isn't available anywhere. And you shouldn't use AT&T because they're going to try and screw you. And they air the entire commercial. And then at the very end, in the like disclaimer at the end, one of the disclaimers is not available in all areas. Right. You fuckers. <laughs> this is what you just said your entire commercial about. And now you're going to do it. You're going to do the same thing. Like the only way Xfinity Comcast is even in business is because they're a goddamn monopoly. They suck. Right. And if That's they had any. You, man. Yeah. If they had any reasonable competition, they would be. Hor- they would be they they would go out of business they're horrible I, I should watch what i'm saying because we are recording this right now over my comcast internet connection so well i mean hell uh we rip on this uh podcast software all the time yeah on zencaster, zencaster. yeah zencaster has been coming through for us lately though it has we, been, yes. We we haven't we haven't lost anything for a while. So because of the contest. Yeah, yeah. So kudos to Zencast. So uh, you uh, you have Comcast. I have AT and T. We got our bases covered, right? We're, but you know, if somebody else could do it better, I would go with them, or not even do it. Like they maybe could do it better, but they just don't even have the opportunity to do it better, right? But really, I mean, how are you going to do it? You're going to have you know, three or four different companies that are laying cable all over the place. Right. That's the thing with utilities. You can't, you can't have that, you know, it's the, the entry, the barriers to entry are just too great. So mm-hmm. whatever, stick, stick with what we've got. Um, damn it. I, I, I need to start taking notes as we're talking. Cause I always think of things that I want to talk about and then, I forget what I wanted. Oh, I did say kudos to Zencaster. Do you remember the candy bar named that was called Kudos? I think it was like a granola bar. Vaguely. I mean, really, really vaguely. It was, I think it was like a chocolate covered granola bar. Okay. And... I we've been watching old episodes of Supermarket Sweep around here and 
kudos is one of the things that has come up a couple of times on that show where you have to like guess the price or whatever. And they were ridiculously priced. So I'm sure that's why they don't exist anymore. But I remember as a kid, like late 80s, Springfield, Illinois, like coveting kudos, not, not even candy bars. Like they were sold like Nutrigrain bars were. Okay. So it was kind of a healthy lunch alternative or whatever. But anyway, I don't know. And they disappeared at some point. I don't think they're around now. Right. Maybe they are. I don't know. Kudos. But kudos, yes. When the first time I heard anybody say kudos, like kudos to you, I right. was, I thought, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Kudos, what does that even mean? That is, that's a word that fucking irritates me. Kudos, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, I don't what, know. I just don't like the it. fuck does it even mean? It rubs me the fucking wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. Um, well, it, so we've taken some time off and basically we just took time off because I've been impossibly busy at work and just um, didn't really have time to do this. Right. Which I was sort of expecting because September is a super busy time at work and um, I didn't, I mean, really, I just didn't have time to record and, and, um, do everything that goes along with that. And right. you said that you were busy at work too. So if anybody's wondering why we haven't released anything for a few weeks, mm-hmm. that's why nothing exciting mystery solved as to why we haven't, haven't released anything in a, in a few right. weeks. And I mean, let's point out all, all, um, great live radio and podcasts take a break. I mean, that's right. I mean, that's right. Shit shit happens uh vacations happen or no uh you get busy yeah that's right Um, and what it what it has done though is it's given me a chance to build up this list of topics that i want to talk about and just so you know how this usually goes we have talked about one thing on on my list of topics that i that i came into into tonight thinking we'll talk about this we've talked about one thing on that list right. and that one thing is that xfinity commercial that we just talked Hell about yeah so. and i mean i mean we spent a lot of time on like burgers i uh thought about mentioning it but i had a so here's one thing so i had this musical revelation okay uh-huh. And um, I'm going to talk about an artist whom uh, in the past I have totally written off, have never heard anything she sang, didn't take her seriously, wrote her off as a pop star, and, uh, and honestly not having heard one note of her music up until like a couple weeks ago i saw her on a commercial and i had and uh, and i realized i had never heard her talk to the Uh point where i was like holy shit is that her fucking voice is that what this chick sounds like in real life but so i was um on youtube on saturday and you know, I 
love listening to to cover songs. Okay, band uh-huh. covering songs, normal people covering songs and posting them. Okay, it's awesome. Because I do that often, this person's came up as a um, recommend recommended view right and, uh, and i saw it and and I'm, and and i'm like what the fuck like she fucking did this song <laughs> fuck her i'm not <laughs> listening to it and then i thought what if it sounds fucking good? Just dude, the fucking build up here, I can't fucking take it. Don't I'm dying to hear who this is. Don't be a fucking dick and right. like, talk about like twenty years ago. I I wouldn't have, but I mean, in the right. past like five years, I've been so like, who fucking cares? So the cover is is Heart of Glass by Blondie, which is a okay. great song. The artist is Miley Cyrus. <laughs> okay, so, that's fair. I, I I completely agree with everything that you said. She fucking does her. She does. It is hard to do Deborah Harry because I think like like it's not just Deborah Harry the the musician. It's Deborah Harry the artist. Deborah Harry the performer. Right. All that she like had this look. She was like the it woman back back then, and she fucking rocks the shit out of it. And and it's she doesn't. You can tell that she is fucking into this song and wanted to fucking kill it, and she fucking killed the fuck out of it. That's awesome. It is so fucking good. So not knowing anything of her, like uh, uh, apparently she's into covering lots and lots of rock songs. And I know I sound like I'm 80 years old and I'm like just hearing of her, (laughs) but she, her fucking voice is crazy good. It's crazy good. The, the The range is amazing so back when chris cornell passed away like afterwards they did this like benefit show and i remember reading the article they did this um they would do the show in by his band so like some soundgarden songs audio slave and and temple of temple of the dog and i read this little blurb in rolling stone how miley cyrus joined temple of the dog and and did us a hello to heaven and um at the time i was like what the fuck like they couldn't find anybody fucking else and yeah like again what a judgmental asshole i am yeah i went back and i she holy shit fucking blew everybody out of the water wow it it is fucking awesome so i have a new now now i haven't like dove into her albums i it's not yeah what i'm into maybe she has some pop songs i'm into i like that shit periodically but wow i was yeah pretty 
blown blown away by the vocal range she has so that's awesome yeah yeah so heart of glass miley cyrus i think she she it, it was something recent um there's no audience or pumping in crowd noise it's uh, it was part of the like 2020 iheart music performances yeah. so i think it was during covid it could have been fucking friday for all i know um, <laughs> right. but it is fucking awesome i would recommend people check it out all right i'll definitely check it out and i'll definitely check out that um say hello to heaven oh. is that the song that's not the song that they did twice at pj20 is it that was uh, no they did pretty much that whole set was repeated they did hunger strike um and uh um, what's the reach reach down? down yeah yeah they did that tw- that's the one and, i remember and, um star dog champion i'm pretty sure they did twice and i remember um you were a, kind of disappointed at the like yeah of that but but i thought it was cool because maybe not everyone could get to the first show and so yeah it was cool yeah i also think um even if you were there the first show that there's something to be said for just seeing a repeat performance of something right because and you know the reason that i my complaint about it was that i i the only temple of the dog song that i know is hunger strike mm-hmm. i haven't i have i have the cd i haven't really ever listened to it so if i listened to it more i would probably like it more that was my complaint is that they're playing songs i don't know and that i i'm not enough of a music person to be able to appreciate shit that I don't know most of the time. Right. But people who know it, you know, those are probably for a lot of those people, those are the only two times they're ever going to hear those songs in their lives. Yeah. They're obviously not going to hear them now. Yeah. Yeah. But, but before, I mean, they were back then. I mean, how many times did they do it? They did like, they, um, toured as temple of the dog in like i think 15 or 16 um really did, short, did, yeah they did a little west coast tour it wasn't big shit. Was, i don't even remember that west it was just a handful of shows and like you know if you weren't at those shows and you weren't at pj20 no, no, I can't remember if they perform when the album c- came out. I don't know, but but if you weren't at at those like hand handful of shows, you weren't hearing that shit live as right proper Temple of the Dog. Right, and and I I remember you know even not being a Temple of the Dog fan. And for for people who don't know, if you're not Pearl Jam maniacs like we are, Temple of the Dog is essentially Pearl Jam plus Chris Cornell. Is that right? Yeah. Pretty much with with Chris Cornell really doing most of the vocals. Yeah, uh huh. He and and he wrote all of that on his own. He just you know oh he did okay. to back him up, and it was them. And okay, so um, but like 
you know, the, the people who were, who were into that to be able to see that it, that's, that's a pretty, pretty big deal, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I don't know it, it, I've never gone back and listened to it, listened to, well, they didn't release that at all. Did they PJ 20? Like, no, it's kind of amazing to me. They recorded it because they had all those like, um, notices, Right. Everywhere. Yeah. But like nothing came of it as far as I know. Yeah. And, you know, there's, I don't know, there's something to be said for it just being that moment, you know, oh, kind yeah. of a, you yeah, had I mean, to be there, thing, it, you know, recorded it. It's on YouTube, but it, yeah, I mean, it's something that we have to remember on our own. And right. I mean, the memories are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Fine with me. Yeah. All right. Well, that seemed, well, you know what, before we go, do you know the, the band? What, um, how do you say that? Um, Waxahachie. Yes. But, but I only, um, I only know of a few songs and I only own one of their songs. Okay. So So, I'm not an expert by any means. I, I'm not an expert at all. I had never heard of them before this morning, but this morning I was turned on to them and I listened to their new album called St. Cloud, which came out in March. Okay. And from front to back, it's fucking fantastic. Okay. It's I and they they have quite they have a few a few records, but this one, there's there's eleven songs and just each one, like it, it's pretty mellow stuff. And I think it's mostly driven by their their singer, Katie Crutchfield, who I had never heard of before either. But I listened to that. Um, I listened to it all the all the way through twice today. And it was it was really good. So if you've never heard of Waxahachie, which I had never heard of until like 14 hours ago, <laughs> um, <laughs> check, check them out. They, it definitely makes me want to check out more of their stuff, even though it's it's uh, it's a little more mellow than what I usually listen to, but, um, and if you're, if you're going to listen to them, you might as well have something to drink while you're listening to them. Right. And if you have something to drink while you're listening to them, you don't want it to be warm. Unlike this warm beer that I'm drinking tonight. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, 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 if you're drinking like the gin and tonic I'm having right now, um, um, you want that ice cold and, no, preferably, and it's it shouldn't really be a preference. It should be doctrine. Um, laying ice, laying ice will will keep that gin and tonic cold. It'll keep that pop cold. It would if you put that beer in laying ice. It would chill that shit immediately. So, um, <laughs> licks, um listening to the. Uh, Waxahachie album, listening to fucking Miley Cyrus or whatever shit that shocks you, uh, will make your drink happy, make your mouth happy, laying ice. All right, I'm going to check out check out Miley Cyrus for sure. Um, I'm drinking a beer called Sticky Icky Icky. <laughs> Is that a uh, Noob Dogs uh, new brewery? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, although it it does kind of go along. Right. Like if you if you extend your imagination a little bit, sticky icky icky could go along with episode sixty nine just fine. That's right. So uh, it's by Shorts Brew. It was um, a seasonal brew, and I picked it because the can is ridiculous and the name is ridiculous, but it tastes good. So it was a good, good, uh, good choice. But and you're drinking what? Um, I'm having a gin and tonic. The um, gin I'm nice. having is uh, it's called I think like Irish gunpowder. Holy shit! Uh, That's a great name. Tonic I'm having is uh, East uh, India uh, Imperial Tonic. Tonic is, should not be taken lightly. There's tons of good shit. You, you don't have to just get a Canada Dry Tonic. Um, I was just going to ask you, Is does, does tonic matter? Fuck yes. Yes, it matters big time. Big time. Okay. Uh, the popular ones that are easily accessible currently are Fever Tree and Q Tonic. Those are out there. You can purchase Fever Tree at fucking Walgreens and Target. Meyer has them. Fever Tree is awesome. Q is pretty good. Um, East India, I've only found at Binnie's. There's a few other craft tonics but i mean yeah uh if you want to up your gin and tonic game um or vodka tonic whatever have you um try out different tonics nice all right all right we're back this is an episode brian we are back at it back and better than ever back and better than ever and uh we'll be back Again, probably on Monday with a new episode. Yeah. But thanks for listening to this one. And uh, give us a rating, tell a friend, and come back and check us out again soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.